Early Brew with good guys, John and Danny. Morning, mate. You okay? Yeah, we're back, John. We're back. We're back. It's Monday. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And well, the week week. It's been nice. Yeah. Did you have a good one? A good week? Uh, yeah, it's been it's been good. I had I've had a sort of lay in most mornings until about seven. Yeah, shut <laughs> off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's been. I've missed seeing your your face every morning. At, at, at oh, six. Oh, we know that's one. <laughs> You're the only person on the planet who would say that, or even be in the opportunity to do that. Um, <laughs> yeah, likewise. Yeah, so. But it's. Um, but I must admit, it's been nice to sort of have a little bit of a, a later start. Um, yeah. Yeah. How are you? How are things? Yeah, yeah, I got that. I think I'm conditioned because this morning it was like right. I'm up at, this is what I'll do. I'm back to getting up. This is what I'll do. I get up and do the podcast. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah I'm good, thanks. I went, um, went to Whitby last week, the, the home of fish and chips. I think. Yeah, and Dracula. I've never seen so many. Yeah, and Dracula, yeah. yeah. Never seen so many fish and chip shops. And it always surprised me every time I go. It's just wall-to-wall fish and chip shops. But, yeah, good. That's part of the reason why I went. Did you have plenty as well? Did you have plenty of fish and chips? <laughs> I had. I had plenty, yeah. Um, you have one every day? <laughs> Breakfast? I did have one every day. I was only there two days. Oh, wow. Well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> went for a walk on one day, walked 26 kilometres, according to my watch. Good. So then the next day it was saying, basically hinting heavily that I emulate the previous day. So I like, <laughs> no, that's a one-off. Yeah. yeah, and in fact, this morning it was, it was looking at the, the weekly activity for the previous week. Yeah. Yeah, so you've exceeded the previous week's activity, but it was all down to Wednesday. Everything was down. Yeah, and there yeah. was a graph showing Wednesday's effort. It was, <laughs> uh, yeah, a big, big spike in the graph in the mid- midweek. Massive spike. The rest of the, the graph's like, and there's nothing there. So, <laughs> yeah, so that was good. Good to get away. Um, Good to have a break, isn't it? Which there was somebody on the radio actually talking. There were, there were families talking yesterday about the chance to get away. Yeah. And then yeah. lots of the people being interviewed because they were talking about going abroad or whether they should go abroad or what to do. And a lot of them were apologetic for saying they were going on holiday because he said there's obviously a lot of people can't go on holiday um, and wouldn't even think of going on holiday. And then the person interviewing him was saying, well, everyone needs a break, don't they? And it's, I think we do, don't we? Everyone needs just a break from the routine, don't they? Um, Yeah, change is as good as a rest, is what they say. I don't know who they are, but, you know, there's a well-known saying, isn't it? (laughs) They say it. (laughs) They say it, so it must must, must be true. I'm going to go camping at the weekend. I'm going to go two nights camping with the little one. So right, that'll yeah. be fun. Yeah, we've got to get all the all the stuff ready. I've got a new tent that I bought before lockdown in the sale. It's not been out yet. Uh, but I've just got to make sure I've got everything. My fear is I'll get there and I haven't got stuff. Yeah. Like I know I've got to buy some pegs and a mallet yeah. and okay. an airbed. Um, but it should be good. It'll be all right, won't it? It'll be brilliant, yeah. Where do you fancy? Where are you going? Uh, we're going somewhere in the peaks but um, yeah. just on the other side of Buxton. So less than an hour's drive or around about an hour's yeah. drive. So not too far. So um, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Just you yeah. and the little one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We can get out and have a little yeah. walk and that sort of thing. And 
It could be too intense. <laughs> well, actually, that's very good. But we are going to have two tents, yeah. All right, okay. Because uh, taking her little friend as well, so. All right, okay. That's yeah, they're going to have that little tent, and um, yeah, yeah. So that'd be interesting. <laughs> and then uh, she'll be occupied, though, won't she, as well? Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, it's good camping because kids can kind of find some freedom, can't they? They can get out and yeah. play a little bit. That'd be brilliant, wouldn't it? In nature. Uh, and there's a pub, I think, across the road. Not that I'm a drinker, but at least we'll be able to get some hot food and things like that. And, um, yeah. you know, the, the weather forecast's not looking too good. Well, that's the only thing next oh, weekend. Yeah. But, yeah, it's good to get away, isn't it? It's just good to have a little sort of change of mindset, I reckon. Yeah, I think so, yeah. That's why I want to do, actually physically drive somewhere away from my home. Yeah. Somewhere. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, on the way back, <laughs> my oil... Warning light kept coming on. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, I, I had to travel down to Cheshire where I used to live to see a relative. And uh, so my warning light came on and, and so I topped it up with oil. It said it was didn't have enough oil. Yeah. Then the oil warning light came on again. So I thought, oh, God, put some more oil in. <laughs> so then I over-filmed the engine with oil. So this is a man whose dad was a fitter. Um so I had to, when I got back, yeah. I had to, the engine drained because there's too much oil in there. So. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Whoops. Yeah, John yeah. the mechanic. <laughs> but it's still all right. The car's all right, isn't it, now? It's... Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, Fingers it's crossed, been 135,000 yeah. miles. So it's it's been nursed by this mechanic who's kept it going. So it's We have different, you know, experience of, of cars, though, because I've done, had cars that have done nearly 300,000 miles. Right, okay. And it'd been all right. Yeah. You know, Mondeo. I had a couple of Mondeos. First one did 280,000. Second one did 240,000. Right, right. Well, I hope. Be all right. Yeah, yeah, it'd yeah. be all right. I mean, the modern cars are pretty good, though, aren't they? Yeah. Touch wood. And where the hell does touch wood come from? Why do yeah. we touch wood? Okay, yeah, Google we that. do that. Yeah. Another you reason. Talk, I like I those expressions. They're good, aren't they? Yeah. Because I do it. I touch my head. So. Touch wood, I touch my head. Yeah. That my head's made of wood, which I think it is, according to the end management thing. <laughs> uh, why do no, we touch it, wood? I like those, uh, like those old, like let the cat out of the bag. That's a good one. I know about that one. That's about the okay. cat and night tails, isn't it? It's about being punished with a whip. Oh, I never knew that. Never oh, knew yeah. That. If you let the cat out of the bag, that meant it was something to do with the, the sailors and things like that. Okay. And, um, the cat of nine tails was the whip that you'd be kind of flogged with and they'd pull it out of the bag to give you a flogging. Right, so it's okay. like if you gave secrets away, you'd end up being flogged. Yeah. yeah. There you go. Touch wood. One explanation states that the tradition derived from the pagans who thought that trees were the home of fairies, spirits, dryads, and other mystical creatures. In these instances, people might knock on or touch wood to request good luck. Or to distract spirits with evil intentions. Ah. So, yeah, and the, there's a couple of comments there about that. Yeah, pagans believed and the Celts believed that spirits and gods resided in trees. So, right, so touch wood. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good one, I like that. Yeah, that's very informative, very interesting. But they're good sayings, those. You know, they've sort of got historical backgrounds, haven't they? A basis in actual history and things. 
Yeah, and they've stayed for centuries, haven't they? Like, yeah. Years, yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. What, <laughs> are there going to be any sayings from now that people will use in hundreds of years' time? I wonder. I don't know. I can't think of. Uh, I can't think of any good ones from nowadays. Modern ones, can you? Or will it just be like we're just stuck with the, the old traditional ones? A bit like because we were talking this morning weren't we, about the snooker. Yeah. How Ronnie O'Sullivan said that, because he was been interviewed, wasn't he, yesterday asking why, can you imagine, could you imagine 25 years ago that you would still be here, mm. you know, playing such great snooker and, and so high in the rankings? And he said, well, no. But then he said, there's no great young players. It's yeah. Just, they're not worth the song. They're just... Yeah, you know. yeah. It's funny, that interview. Yeah, yeah. 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 So I wonder, is there going to be anything from this period, you know, this COVID period that people will refer to in years to come. We there must know. be there must be some sayings come out of lockdown. Yeah. Yeah. But I can't think of any. What do we say? What do we say now that we didn't say maybe a few years ago? Because of all this sort of lockdown situation. There must be a few things, mustn't there? I'm at a complete <laughs> loss. <laughs> so turn the zoom on. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Well, there, there will be some, I'm sure, because it's just been a different time. I think they look back at this time, though, and there'll be loads of kind of social kind of um, sort of history mm. that comes out of this time. You know, changes in policy, maybe that that we don't see now, but yeah. might, things that might lead to changes in healthcare or social kind of constructs and things like that. And they look back in a hundred years, say, "Oh, that was the big yes, that came out of the big COVID." thing back in in 2020 for me a big worry is <clears throat> school for children really if we don't start educating them quickly yeah worry about like the last generation of you know children yeah. missed out on it'll be like six months wasn't it of full proper education yeah yeah, yeah. maybe that'll be one of those things the covid kids yeah you know kids have got sort of a chunk missing out of their education or miss a bit they go yeah they're one of the covid kids they missed that bit this sounds like a really bad excuse, but I missed, it was about three weeks of school in primary school, and I just missed it, I was ill, flu. Um, I think it was just a cold, and I, I've made the most of it. Really. <laughs> a thermometer, <laughs> you know, sort of warm yeah. it up, put it under Malingering. hot water. <laughs> yeah, like my mum says, and let me have another week off. But I missed the basis of algebra, and this sounds like a really bad excuse, but it, I was never fully confident with algebra. Because I missed the, the, the basic mm. building blocks. Yeah. Because <clears throat> um, I've missed a couple of weeks of school. And a, a couple of weeks is a long time, isn't it, from the curriculum? Yeah. And I yeah. think particularly nowadays, because the, the curriculum, curriculum I, <laughs> so <laughs> intense, aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, they've got to get back in at school with kids, though. Yeah. You know, it's, um, it's also, I think, because kids are missing a lot of education, I think. Uh, but also it's kind of, there's a message about the value of education, isn't there, as well, for yeah. adults, but kids, of course, as well, that it's important. And, and, you know, children probably need to know that, you know, it's important to learn and you know, have an education. I think so. I was talking to a, he's a friend, he's a teacher who knows somebody who teaches in public schools, which are private schools, aren't they? And he said that their children... They've had no break at all 
yeah, obviously it's all over Zoom, but they've been studying every day very intensely, so they've missed nothing. Yeah. In the yeah. curriculum, and there's something about the fact that the parents are paying a fortune for the children to be educated, so there's an expectation, isn't there, there that they carry on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, our children in the state schools haven't been taught to that intensity, have they? No, no, not in my experience, <laughs> no. And then yesterday I was reading an article about the fact that children from poorer backgrounds will have missed out on any homeschooling because they haven't got the internet. Um, to the level that they, sh- that they you know, could do with. They haven't got the devices at home. There are children that are having to learn lessons. Um, they've got no laptop, no spare laptop or any laptop at home. Yeah. And yeah. Smartphone to do a lesson on, if indeed they've got that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hope they, uh, hopefully they can all go back in September and, uh, yeah. <clears throat> all the social aspect as well, isn't it? If, you know, I mean, I think there are different ways schools can run. Generally, I have, I have some views about education, that things, how things could be changed. But yeah. there's also the social kind of part of, of school, which is really important, isn't it? To see their friends and be in that community yeah. environment. Yeah, definitely. It's important, isn't it? That, that social interaction. Mm. You know, a lot of young people struggle, aren't they, going back? Um, but they'll, they'll get over it because they'll have the help that, yeah, yeah. Some kids are looking forward to it as well, aren't they? I know, you know, some kids are, have really missed their friends and things like that, and they just want to go back and, you know, go back to kind of seeing people on a daily basis. It's yeah, just been strange, isn't it? Strange for kids, really odd. So it make it could make a lot of people appreciate school, can't it? Yeah, yeah. I quite like school bits of it. I like middle school, and primary school, secondary school is all right. Yeah, somebody once said to me, another classic, you'll miss it when you're not you're not there anymore. But <clears throat> excuse me, frogging my throat. Yeah, and I'd, I'd, at the time I was like, I don't think so, because it was just a big push to leave school. And yeah, 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 I think I did when I went into work. I worked when I was sixteen, which was far too young for me. So yeah, and I miss that, just being with my mates and. Um, Go on with an extra two years, frankly. Right. Yeah, yeah, I did A levels, went to college. Yeah. Did, yeah, got a D in computers. Right, okay. A level and a B in music. Okay. And that was it. And I dropped out the third one, I think. And um, that college was good, a bit more freedom. But I was doing a lot of gigs and things on the drums, yeah. so it wasn't my sort of focus. My focus was no. getting out and playing the drums and making a few quid. I went to college part-time and I just, at the weekends, when I discovered alcohol, I'm going out yeah. and doing my assignments for my yeah. part-time. Yeah. B-Tech. So, um, it's a difficult time, isn't it, really? Because you, you know, being a teenager and being asked yeah. to fall in, right, you need to decide now what you're going to be for the rest of your life. Oh, boy, I, I don't know, really. Yeah. Yeah, and at that sort of age... You know, a lot of people's kids' interests are kind of turning to other things as well, aren't they? They're kind of yeah. finding yeah. their feet a little bit in the world and exploring a little bit, and they've got other priorities, haven't they, quite often? Yeah, and I was a late developer, so all my mates reached puberty at quite a normal early age. I, I was a bit later. Right, right. Yeah. Very fine. <laughs> did you have, did you have one of those, those kids, like a mate in school? I did. 
And by the time we're sort of like 13, 14, say, you know, we're, we're all sort of, you know, still quite sort of, hello there, you know, all that kind of thing. And then, then you've got one mate who's talking like this, right? And he's got a beard, <laughs> you know, by the age of like 15, 14, 15 or something. There's, there's like one kid like that, isn't there? There was a lad in No Kidding in the first year, which is now year seven, isn't it? And um, yeah, he, he had reached puberty. For, Far quicker than any of us. Yeah. Deep voice. Yeah. Uh, tall. Um, growing a moustache. Um, you know, kind of. And I just looked at him thinking, God, you, you know, you belong in, you belong in year five as it was then, you know, the, the year 11 now. It's like just. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I had, had, a, had a beard really early. So he could, he could get served in pubs. Yeah. So the rest of us all just like hanging around, yeah. you know, on street corners or whatever. And then and this lad was just going in and having a pint. So <laughs> jealous of him. And he never got questioned. Yeah. And, full, and of course, if you can grow a beard at that age, you do, don't you? It's just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. It, yeah, it was, um, yeah, it was funny, really. He's just like, just, just one lad. <laughs> and this obsession with wanting to grow up fast, because I... Um, yeah. I used to get my dad's shaving stuff and put it on my top lip to to make the <laughs> yeah. uh, used to call it bum fluff. Bum fluff. Yeah, yeah. yeah it was yeah. on my top lip and, and highlight the fact these little hairs were yeah. there. And then uh, then I just I just wipe it off. Oh, you can't, can't, can't wait to get into shaving when you're a lad, can you? No, like, oh, no, no. Yeah, I need a shave. I need a shave. It's like no, you don't. It's just a bit of bum fluff. Oh yeah, yeah, I do, I do. And then you know, got told well. You know, if you shave now, it'll grow back thicker or something like that. And you think, well, that's even more reason to do it. You know, I want to do it to sort of speed it up. Yeah. My dad's yes. saying you don't want to shave because you'll be sick of shaving. Yeah. You know, when you have to do it every day, you'll be like, oh, God. Yeah. Oh, he was but right. then you want to be sick of shaving. Then you're like, yeah, I'd love to be in that situation where I'm complaining yeah. that I've got to shave because that's so cool. And he's having those conversations with your mates about, yeah, I shave as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I shave, yeah, yeah. That's right. Yeah, I tried to shave this morning. Sorry, I'm late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a funny old time, isn't it, really? And yeah, we know, don't we? The the part of the brain that that, that deals with rational thinking isn't developed properly, is it? At that age, yeah. and you, the, the emotional part of the brain is more developed. So this is why children kind of make mistakes don't they teenagers yeah. will always make mistakes and make the wrong decision and yeah but they're, they're, they're lambasted for it aren't they i can't believe you done that you didn't think before you did it and yeah they can't help it can they <laughs> the brain is not wired at that age to kind of act responsibly so did you have a did you develop like a a walk at that age you know like 13 14 15 because kids like it develop a bit of a swagger <laughs> you know <laughs> give it a bit of that it's a, it's a Really funny age, isn't it, Roy? Really? Yeah. And we didn't have to go through this, didn't we, the COVID? You know, imagine no, all no. Um, so I really feel for teenagers now and young people. Yeah. They got a lot of flack, didn't they, I think, groups of teenagers. They did, you know, locally, I know, because, you know, on the, you know, on the local sort of groups and things, Facebook groups and things, all oh, these children putting lives at risk, these, these teenagers. But it's like, no, it's not like a shock horror moment that, Teenagers want to sort of hang out together and yeah. Yeah. are more likely to sort of engage in risk-taking behaviour. I mean, that's kind of been done through this 
centuries, isn't it? You know. Yeah, exactly. And also, it's that classic, isn't it? Every generation, sometimes older people they forget, don't they, what it was like to be teenagers? Yeah, too, don't they? Yeah, yeah. Threatened by youth culture when actually yeah. they were once youths, weren't they? And yeah, youths. Youths. <laughs> youths. I don't. Well, crack. Yeah, yeah. Let's go. Um, yeah, it's good to see you. Good to get back yeah. to it. Yeah, likewise, mate. Yeah, have a good day. I'll, I'll catch you later. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. And uh, have, a, have a good morning and uh, enjoy the sun. Yeah, thanks for all your comments and your feedback, even when we're away, which is very good of it. And uh, loads of jokes about us jumping out of an aeroplane on the 30th of August. So, uh, oh, yeah, we need to get, get, get our heads together with that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah good to see you, mate. And uh, have a good day, everyone. All right, see you. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Good Guys, John and Danny. Have a great day.